0: This show begins a three-part series on how to de-risk your financial portfolio. In today's show, we'll talk about not having enough income and the risk that that is in retirement. Next week, we'll talk about the risk of the market and our current economy. And the following week, we'll be talking about the damaging impact of taxes. These topics are important information that may aid you in having a financially successful retirement. Welcome to show number 11 of the Excel in Retirement show. I am David Treese, and my goal is to distill a couple financial planning ideas that could help you excel in retirement. So thanks for listening in. You can reach me by calling 864-618-4800, or you can email me at david at clientsexcel.com. So this will be a three-part podcast series. You can check out our follow-up episodes on how to de-risk your financial portfolio. Those will go live over the next two weeks. So regardless of your situation, if you've saved up some money and you have a nest egg built up for retirement, I believe you deserve to have a confident financial retirement and one in which you know your money will last as long as you do and one in which you have the freedom to choose the life you desire. When people come into our office, they usually have the same questions many of you likely have. Do we really have enough money put away? When can I retire? Can I stay retired? Is there a chance I might outlive my money? Or will my family be taken care of if something happens to me? For the past nine years, we've been working with hundreds of families, just like you probably, to help them answer these questions and retire with confidence. In today's show, we'll cover more generalized information that should be re- relevant to most everybody listening. If you are desiring help with your uh plan and want to gain financial confidence, I'd encourage you to take the opportunity to meet with me over the phone for a fifteen minute call. Getting your specific questions answered and allowing us to address your individualized situation and circumstances is really important. When you're ready to schedule that, you can go to ExcelInRetirement.com. From there, you'll be able to schedule a time to speak over the phone. So today, I want to talk about three key areas of risk and set up our three key areas here for our follow-up show. First, though, what we're going to talk about today is we'll talk about the danger of not having enough money or not having enough income to last throughout the rest of your life, and how we can address that risk with a guaranteed retirement income plan so that you will never outlive your money. And next week, we'll discuss how to make sure that the money you have is saved and the lifestyle you expected in retirement is protected, even if the stock market drops dramatically. And then in the third week, we'll talk about how uh, to make sure that you're not paying too much in taxes, both now and when you retire. So let's get started. Let's look at risk number one this week, not having enough income. The first thing I want to talk about today is our income, because without question, the most common worry we hear from those coming into our offices, will I run out of money? Will we really have income the rest of our lives? What those folks are really asking is, is, are we going to be okay? You see, we spend a large part of our life working with a paycheck coming in every month. And it's a good thing because we all have expenses, right? Our house, our car, our food, our fun money. They all cost money though. When we retire, those paychecks stop, but those expenses don't go away. Now, many people out there will tell you that you'll need less income uh, when you retire. But I'm telling you that you may not, that may not be true for everyone. For one, I've spoken elaborately about the rising tax rate environment that we're entering on the previous episodes. That alone will cause you to need substantially more income in retirement than what I believe many people are planning on. Sure, some expenses like clothes for work might go down, or maybe you could consolidate down to one car if you needed to, but those expenses are usually replaced by others, At least many people hope they are, because when you retire, you often have more time to travel, more time to go out to eat, hopefully, and more time for fun, right? And we could take a quick poll from our listeners, but I doubt we even need to. I don't know of anyone who has lived 60 or 65 years just so they could have a lower standard of living when they retire. Who does that, right? And Here's the good news. You don't have to. At Clients Excel, we spend a great deal of time and effort helping our clients create strategies designed to help protect those income sources so that they can feel more confident in the income they'll be generating in the days ahead. Let's take a look at what I call the three-legged stool. You've probably heard about the three-legged stool before. Uh, This is often referred to in retirement income planning, or perhaps more appropriately, it could be called the three-legged stool that was. And you can probably imagine what I'm, where I'm going with this. Now, this is, this is how many of our parents retired or grandparents retired for me. When they retired, maybe they uh, retired from a company they'd worked for for 30 or 40 years, and many of them had a pension. Pensions were really nothing more than a monthly check they received from their former employer for the rest of their lives. Now, your parents had Social Security also, and now how long were their pensions designed to last, right, for life, right? And how long was Social Security intended to make payments to them also for the rest of their lives? And then they had personal savings they accrued as a third leg of their retirement income stool. So they had the first leg to their stool was Social Security, then they had a pension for another leg, and then they had their personal savings for the third leg. And this could literally be money they had in a savings or various investments they'd made over the years. This leg could be made up of a number of things. Now, the idea was that they'd have two legs of the stool that were considered 100% predictable and reliable sources of income, the pension leg and the social security leg, and just one leg of that was the responsibility of the individual, right? You had to save on your own for part of that. That was one leg. But how has that changed over time? Do you know? Today, very few companies offer pensions, and even those that do often have a lowered or eliminated them uh, if they do. The last stat I think I saw is about 14% of workers today have a pension. So the vast majority of retirees, including most of us listening uh, to the podcast, that leg of the stool is gone for most folks. Then Social Security is next. Would would, Would most of you here listening to this feel that Social Security is stronger or weaker than it used to be? Now, while none of us exactly knows what the future holds for Social Security, many of us would contend that before the program would ever go belly up, It would simply reduce the amount paid out to retirees each month. But the bottom line is, many would consider this leg as not as certain as it used to be. And there's many reasons to to fall in this train of thought, especially with all the debt that the U.S. government is adding on. When you see the government adding debt on, it means that more responsibility from a financial standpoint is falling on our shoulders, and we need to plan accordingly. So it leaves a lot more weight on the third leg of the retirement stool, our personal savings and investments. So, you know, we had a couple, uh, let's call them Roger and Debbie, and they came to one of our seminars uh, just like some folks come to when they're in normal times when coronavirus isn't going on. We have public seminars that we invite folks to, and we have talks like this. At the end of the evening, they said they wanted to meet with me And two days later, they came into my office, and we sat down together in our conference room. And after I'd gotten them uh, something to drink, Roger told me his biggest concern. And uh, he said his advisor was, I'm I'm worried we're behind. He says his advisor's uh, name, and he says, I told him that I'm worried we're behind. We didn't get the best jump on things, and I'm worried we'll run out of money. When I asked him to explain, he told me a little more about his situation. Over the last 30 years, Roger had had three different jobs. He'd worked in the printing industry, and he'd owned a small business for a little while, and he was about to retire after 19 years with a marketing company. Three jobs, three separate retirement accounts. Together, he and Debbie had some savings, some bonds, and a few stocks. And uh, the more we got to talking, the more it sounded like they had a junk drawer. Surely, I'm not the only one here that uh, has one of these. We actually have a few at our house and I think I've I've told you about this in the past on past episodes, but one of them is in our kitchen and uh, it's just beside the refrigerator and the thing's incredible. It has the most amazing stuff in this junk drawer. It has a rare size battery for the garage door remotes and a set of those tiny eyeglass screwdrivers. A bottle of super glue and a spare key uh, to the house, and a remote for an old thing that we don't even use anymore. Some zip ties and an old cell phone charger. I'm pretty sure you could survive on a deserted island with what's in that junk drawer in the kitchen. It's got some amazing things in it, and yet the single most influencing experience to ever have. uh, It's the single most infuriating, excuse me, experience to uh, have to go into it because you can never find what you need at the right time or it doesn't have what you need. And so some of you probably can relate to that. You might have a drawer full of random things uh, that when you go to look for things in it, you can't find what you need, but you know you have all these other things that are useful at a, some other time. But so the point is, is Roger and Debbie, the more they talk, their situation sounded more and more like a junk drawer. And I remember saying... And I remember her saying, David, we've got a little bit of a lot. And every year we go to this appointment where our guy, our financial advisor, tells us about how all that different stuff is doing. And we look at a bunch of different graphs and things and we nod. But then we walk out together and it just kind of shrug our shoulders because neither one of us has any idea what any of it really means and how it's all going to work together. Can't we just make this simple is what they were wanting. And folks, we see clients like Roger and Debbie all the time. People who at some point in their 40s or 50s knew they needed to get started on savings. So they grabbed the phone, set an appointment, and did just that. And I've got to tell you, I credit them for being proactive. They got started, right? And someone helped them get into some investments going and put an account in motion here or there. We see clients just like that all the time who have a portfolio They just didn't have a plan. There's a difference between having a portfolio and having a plan. Or they do have a plan, but it's way too complicated. And in retirement, complexity creates uncertainty. Complexity creates uncertainty. And that concerns me, folks. I've been doing this for about nine years, going on 10 years now. And all that time, I've never understood how anyone could truly retire without being confident where their income in retirement was coming from. In retirement, income truly becomes your lifestyle. And in that sense, you could basically say that income is the outcome. Income is the outcome in retirement. So I'll just ask you, how many of you have a written retirement income plan in place at this point? To be clear, I'm not talking about a collection of retirement income sources or things you could tap into money if you needed to. I'm talking about a detailed written retirement income plan that lays out exactly how those sources are going to be tapped into, in exactly what order, and in what amounts over what periods of time to help your retirement lifestyle from ever being uh, disrupted. We don't want to disrupt your retirement lifestyle. Now, folks, if if you've never had this kind of detailed written retirement income plan in place, you're not alone. The reality is is roughly 80 to 85% of those who come into our office after events or after hearing the show like this, they've never had something like this done for them. So if we don't do anything else for you and we don't end up working together and the if we don't do anything else, we'd be happy to put together a written retirement income plan for you and so you can have greater confidence of what your financial future will be. You can take that and put it into place yourself if you think you can do that, or take it wherever. Please don't leave this show without taking some sort of action, though. We understand not all firms do this, but at Clients Excel, we feel strongly that retirement without the certainty of income really isn't retirement at all. If a written retirement income plan is important to you, be sure to mention that on our 15-minute call together. And you can go to Excel in Retirement to schedule that 15-minute call for us to talk about how we can work together. And let me ask you, when it comes to spending your money in retirement, is anyone here familiar with the spending rate percentage of or conventional wisdom? What it would suggest you can safely spend each month without, or excuse me, each year without running out of money? Anyone ever heard of the percentage rule that you should be able to safely draw down your money at, as it was about 4% is the the common conventional wisdom. For many years, it was 4%. Many financial advisors have contended that as long as you didn't spend more than 4% of your retirement savings per year, you should be good to go and never risk outliving your money. And while many have been out there telling you that some experts are saying that a safer withdrawal rate is closer to two or three percent, and I actually heard on a on another podcast of a financial advisor uh, just trying to learn something uh this advisor was telling people that four percent might be too low, and that is i i my jaw kind of dropped he he was making the case that four percent you could really draw more than that out. And the situation really, folks, is that when the market has been going up for the last 12 years until 2020, uh, that might have been the case. But we've got to remember that we went a decade, if you were invested from 2000 to 2009 in the S&P 500 or you were fully fully invested in the stock market, you would have earned on average a negative 1% return. And then it took another 10 years of market exposure to get a 6% withdrawal or 6% average return for the last 20 years. So from 2000 to 2019 you earned about an average of 6%, but for a decade you were earning less than 1%. And that's where that theory blows up and the 4% rule blows up. I'll put a link to the research I'm referencing to in the show notes. And let's make the, the math clear to everyone. If you had a million dollars heading into retirement and you were wanting to take out what many consider a safe spending percentage each year, the average retiree would take out 2 to 3% per year. That equates to about twenty dollars to $30,000 in annual income. And for most of you here today, that doesn't exactly light your fire, does it? In the 20 to 30 years from now when inflation is, has continued to erode the buying power of twenty dollars to $30,000, that's not good either. I'd venture to guess that you'll be less excited about it. Now, that's the bad news. The good news is that with retirement income planning, you're not necessarily limited to 2 or 3% spending rate. Can you get a higher cash flow and take less risk? Many times you can. And it could be 4% potential, a 4% potential, or it could even be 5% or higher, depending on your, your unique circumstances. But that is why it's so critical that you sit down with someone who knows how to put a true retirement income plan together. Now, folks, if, you ever, if you've never had this kind of detailed written retirement income plan put in place, you're not alone. The reality is 80-85% is to 85% of those who come into our office have never had something like this done. If you don't have a written retirement income plan in place, don't feel bad for a second. Most people don't. But if that's something you'd like to address, simply schedule a time to discuss it with me and I'd be happy to share over our over the phone our process. And of course, there's no cost or obligation to that. You can go to Excel in Retirement. That's E-X-C-E-L in Retirement.com. That'll take you to my calendar where we can schedule a 15-minute call to talk about that further. So that's our show for today. I appreciate you listening in. And again, next week, we'll be talking about the risk of our market and the current economy, talking about how to de-risk your financial plan further, and the following week, we'll be talking about the damaging impact of higher taxes or of taxes. So, I appreciate you listening in, and that's it for today. Thank you.
1: Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management LLC. AE Wealth Management and Clients Excel are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. Any reference to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the insuring carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It's not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet particular needs of an individual situation. The use of logos and or trademarks of podcast hosting sites are the property of their respective owners and are not an endorsement by those owners of our firm or our program.